Good morning. It's time for Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with the good folks at First Alliance Credit Union. Jenna Tobble here again every week. Good morning. <laughs> and you brought along Kim Ferraro again. I did. Hi. Hi, Kim. This time, well, last week we talked about just the basics of a savings account. Yes. Now it's going to get more complex. Yeah. <laughs> like We always like to do that, don't we? <laughs> Talk about different types of savings accounts and, uh, you know, and... When they're, I guess, appropriate to use, and we'll start covering that. Um, So go ahead, Jenna, get us started on a a lesson about different savings accounts. Yeah, so I think the key thing that we kind of want to talk about with uh, with all these different savings accounts is really using the right savings account to help you meet your goals. So there's going to be certain savings accounts that are going to work better for your short-term savings goals versus long-term um, and the different types of savings vehicles also have different, you know, um, features and benefits that you want to pay attention to that can kind of help you dictate which type of account is going to be best for you in the long run. So I imagine that the difference would be how much interest they earn and how easy it is to get at my money. Yeah. So, Correct. yeah, those are going to be the kind of the keys to pay attention to. <laughs> Absolutely. And if i thinking correctly, the harder it is to get at my money, the higher interest I'm going to earn. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We just covered the basics. Yep. See you next Show's week. Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so um, I imagine managing some of the accounts would also be easier. The simple savings account would be the easiest. Yeah. And so we'll spend this next half hour exploring probably the harder or more difficult ones to manage, mm-hmm. which will also be more beneficial to me as well. Yes. Or could depending, be more beneficial. Depending on your goal, yes. Depending yeah. on my goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what types of savings accounts would be best for those who are just brand new to saving money? So that's a good question. Um, as we talked about last week, the best um, option would be just a traditional savings account. Um, we also at the credit union call it a share savings. Sure. So normally those are pretty straightforward. Um, you just can put in any amount of money that you would like. It's like I talked about last week, just $5 to put in and open it and to start it. And then you can put in however much money you have to save, depending on your budget and goals, um, anytime that you'd like further. Um, Those do have a lower rate or interest rate compared to other options that we have. But that's just because what we just talked about is it is a lot easier to get to than some of the other savings accounts that we have. Um, and you can pull your money out pretty much for any reason at any time. Correct. Within the... Within the six. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could pull it out more than six, but you're going to get dinged with that fee. So right. So it better be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, yeah. But that's, you know, we covered that last week, that the federal government actually has a regulation for these savings accounts that you're limited to six yes. of those types of transactions. I can put in as much money as I want. Yes. There's no limit to that. Correct. It's just the withdrawals. Correct. Yes. Six. Yes. And then you have no choice but to charge me a fee. Correct. Gosh. The, well, the other option on that, though, is we some financial institutions will just close your savings account and convert it into a checking account if you consistently. If you consistently do it. Oh, yeah. Do the. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, you see that bothers me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so just watch. I know I, it's never happened to me. That's why I was very interested. In uh, okay. Um, I know we've discussed this before, Jenna, but um, 
you guys have special programs as well that you can qualify for that are incentive programs, correct? Correct. To save some money? Yes, we have what's called a incentive savings account. So basically what that is, if you put in a certain amount of money, you get into a drawing to actually win cash. Well, that sounds so great. It's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there are a little bit more rules to that. So it is stuck in, if the money that you put in the account is stuck in there a little bit more. And then you do have to put a certain amount of money into the account okay. each month as well to get in the drawing. So it's just mm-hmm. one step up from a simple savings account. It is in the fact that it's, designed specifically for people who are new to saving money. And that's why it has a little bit stricter rules on when you can withdraw money than a traditional savings account, right? So you don't have that temptation. To pull it, right, right. Force you to have a little discipline. Yes, and some people need that. Some people are just fine with saving, putting money into that traditional savings account. They don't need an account like Wincentive, but some people need that little extra discipline kind of built into the savings account to really help them meet their goals. And so we try to offer um, products that meet both needs. And what about if somebody has a specific goal? Mm-hmm. Might as well throw. I'm, I'm apparently buying a boat. As <laughs> yeah, we discussed yeah last that's week. what it yeah, sounds yeah. like. Yeah. So if you have a goal like that, or mm-hmm. you know, down payment for a home, or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. are there savings accounts that uh, would work out better for me than a simple savings account? Yeah, we do have club accounts. Um, those are good because then you can have the money in there, and it's locked in the savings account for a certain amount of time, and then you can only get at it at certain times. So we have three different kinds at First Alliance. We have a holiday club, a vacation club, and a back-to-school club. So holiday is August 31st. It would disperse the money into your savings account. A vacation club would disperse on May 31st. And then a back-to-school would disperse on July 31st. And then there's no limit to how much you can put in these accounts but there would be a penalty if you wanted to take out sooner okay is there a higher interest rate that goes along with that as well then yeah yep so the club accounts do have a slightly higher interest rate than a traditional savings account um and the wincentive actually has a slightly lower interest rate than the traditional because your eligibility account. to win a prize right right um so they're not drastically different but it, it is something to take in contis- into consideration as you're trying to decide which of these types of accounts is going to best meet. I would consider these all shorter-term savings goals sure. that you're looking to achieve with these types of accounts. Especially um, the vacation account. I can see mm-hmm. a great advantage there that, okay, mm-hmm. next summer we want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I know if I put away this much money each month, we'll be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And this way, there's no way I can touch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. No more. And nobody will be that. mad at me when the vaca- yeah. Where's the vacation month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I spent it at Starbucks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, apologize I for that. We had to have that. lunch every day. <laughs> okay. Um, I've heard of health savings accounts. Yes. Is- um, a health savings account is another one that's goal specific. So um, that will allow you to save money pre taxed for medical expenses. So um, deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance, or other medical expenses that you might have. Um, those are not use it or lose it accounts. Um, an HSA 
can roll over from year to year. Okay. Can anybody sign up for an HSA or is it limited to a certain... Anyone can sign up for an HSA, yes. Yeah. Typically, you're not going to probably want an HSA unless you have a high deductible plan to begin with. It's usually more of a cushion to help you meet those deductibles and high you know, copay type plans. Um, so if you have a pretty decent health plan in the first place, you might not need something okay. like this. But it, if you want to just separate out your spending from what you're doing with your medical expenses versus anything else, I mean, this is a really great tool that you can use to help you do that. So you you can do it. You just probably can't take the tax deduction for the contributions if you don't have the correct insurance policy. Well, then you're going to want to talk to a tax professional okay. when you get into the tax stuff. Yeah. We, yeah. But you guys can actually set up the account. Yes. If, if you go to your tax accountant and he says the type of policy you have, the high deductible plan, mm-hmm. is eligible for an HSA, I go to the First Alliance Credit Union correct. and you guys can take care of that part of it. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are, I, I know enough about them that they can be extraordinarily valuable for folks who are eligible for the tax credit or yes. tax deduction. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely can be. Absolutely. Is there um, any other specialized kind of savings accounts that you guys deal with? Yeah. So I talked about this account, I think, once before on one of our very first episodes, and that's our pet savings account okay. yeah, that's that right. we have. And uh, this is probably my favorite one just because I'm such an animal lover. But um, we introduced this account earlier this year during our pet month, and it's still available. You can open it at any time. Um, there is no minimum balance to open the account necessarily, just whatever you want to start stacking away to pay for your pet's expenses, whether that be to buy a, a new pet, you know, pay for some medical expenses, you know, oh, yeah. tr- dog training, They're so cheap. You know, food, whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> we love our pets and we want them to be healthy. So, um, but the, the really fun thing about this account, first, it does offer a higher interest rate than our traditional savings account. It's more in line with the club account interest rates that we have. Oh, so okay. they're a little bit higher, which is awesome. Um, but the other really great thing is that every time you open one of these pet savings accounts at the credit union, we are going to donate $10 to Paws and Claws. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That following month, we'll, we'll send them 10 bucks to help find another pet a nice home. So to open one of these accounts, do I bring in a picture of my dog or no. just say that you I just, just want to open up a pet account? You come in and just say, I in. want a pet savings account. Okay. And we'll be like, okay. <laughs> we do love to see the pictures of your animals. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can, can bring it if you okay, like. Okay. <laughs> Just because they want to see it. Okay. (laughs) All right. We're talking about different types of savings accounts this week on Good Money Moves. We'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell from News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Jenna Taubel and Kim Ferrero from the First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about savings accounts, pet savings accounts, but also HSAs. Regular savings accounts, mm-hmm. incentive accounts, yep. and uh, club accounts. Are there any other types of savings accounts I can look into? Maybe something for somebody who is not a beginning saver, who's got some assets, who yeah, yep. wants to find a way to, rather than put it into the stock market or something like that, have it in a, a different way of having their money available or save their money. Yeah, we do have different savings accounts for that. Um for the more experienced savers, I guess you would call them. Um, We have money market accounts 
And then we also have a certificate of deposit accounts. So we would call them a CD. Um, the money market accounts are great. They do have a higher minimum balance. So you have to put at least $2,000 into the account to start it. But they do gain a bit more money than the club accounts or the regular savings accounts. Um, those do have a little bit of restrictions on withdrawing your money. You would have to maybe do a minimum withdrawal of a certain amount. Um, and then there are different levels of the money market account. So depending on how much you put in to the money market account depends on the interest rate that you get. Are they also, do they fall under the federal insurance program? Those do not. That's the Our big... insurance program, yes. I thought you were talking about the Reg D. The Reg no. D, they do not. <laughs> you can take out as mu- as many times as you'd like there. They, yeah. um, but yes, those are insured they by see. the... Okay. Government, yes. Do you, any idea on the how restrictive it is? How many the amount of withdrawal? I suppose it depends on the which class you're in. It depends on which class that you're oh, in goodness. for for those. Yes, yep. Um, the certificate of deposits; those um, are you put your money in it, and it's kind of like a set it and forget it type deal. So it's anywhere from six months to sixty. So depending on how much you put in or what you're saving for, you can take the money out then um, between the 60 and 60 months for that. But then also you get a higher rate, interest rate for the longer that you put it in as well. And I imagine that this is going to be the highest interest rate you could earn through this type of savings account Correct. scenarios. Correct. Because your funds are locked, locked. for X amount of time. And is this the kind of thing that you see folks who are probably getting closer to retirement or, you know, who happen to have the luxury to have a bunch of liquid assets available that they are putting their money into these sort of things? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, typically you have to have, usually I want to, what is it, like $500 to open a CD? 500. Okay. So, I mean, you don't have to have a ton of money to open a CD. It's really, I mean, it really is an attainable thing thing that you can open um but typically you are going to see people who are a little bit more um savvy savers who have been around the block a little bit and understand interest a little bit better and are willing to kind of lock that money up long term versus a traditional savings account where you can kind of access it a little bit more oh sure and we also have certificates of deposit for our youth savers so um before or anywhere well you can start at zero from 18 and it's a hundred dollars to start the certificate of deposit so the cd and then you can put money into it with a normal cd you can't put money into them so if you or i wanted to do a cd we're not able to put money into it but for the youth savers who we want to encourage saving Mm -hmm. and encourage them getting started um, they're able to make deposits into those, not withdraw it per se, but at least they can still deposit and get a little bit higher interest rate. Well, darn it. Yeah. I wish yeah. that was available for the adults. That sounds like the best one. <laughs> that would be a money market for you then. Okay. <laughs> yep. So that's the difference, another difference there then. The money markets, I can push deposits in there at any time I want. Mm-hmm. Correct. Absolutely. And I can pull the money out with certain restrictions. Correct. Certificate of deposit, whatever the length I choose. So if I choose the five-year, 60-month, 
I better not need that money for five years. Right. Okay. So that's a big thing you need to discuss. Yeah, it is. It's really an important thing to understand and, and just know that that's what makes something like a CD such a good vehicle for like a long-term savings goal. If you're trying, if you're, you know, trying to save for a down payment on a house and maybe you've been, you know, come into two grand, you know, but you're not quite, quite there yet to be able to to purchase that home, putting that two grand into a CD is going to earn you a significantly better interest rate and it's going to keep you from accidentally spending that money on something else. So they can be really good savings tools for for young people who are just trying to get started with their finances and they do have that little bit of money that they want to just make sure they're not spending because they have a a longer term goal. Um, But they can also be really good for older people who are trying to make a little extra interest on some of their retirement income, perhaps that, you know, that's the money they have to live off of. So I can also imagine that if you're getting closer to retirement and you have your money into the stock market and you're trying to look for something that has less risk as you're heading towards retirement, you could start shifting money from the more volatile stock market investments into something like this to kind of cement in your your earnings at that point. Right. And I, I mean, before doing anything like that, I would absolutely talk to some kind of investment advisor. Oh, yeah. um, and they can certainly give you some some better direction on how to access those funds. But absolutely, you know, vehicles like CDs, money markets that just pay you that little bit higher interest rate um, are, are really good options for something like that. Absolutely. Are they um, also insured, the Certificates of deposit? Yes. Okay. Yes, they are also insured. So it's more or less a contract. You're, you're yeah. signing contract saying this money will stay there for this prescribed mm-hmm. limit of time, and in exchange, you're going to pay me the higher interest rate. Exactly. Correct. Okay. Yep. Well, very good. We've so win-win. <laughs> more interest for me. Yep. You have access to the capital for your ability to offer loans exactly. for a longer period of time. Exactly. Keep the machine, the finance going. <laughs> That's, exactly. for, that's for another financial literacy. Yeah, program. yeah. yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> All right. We're talking with Jenna and Kim from the First Alliance Credit Union. It's Good Money Moves. More to come on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobble and Kim Ferrero from the First Alliance Credit Union. We've been spending the program talking about different types of, I guess, traditional savings accounts. We've covered certificates of deposit, CDs, money market accounts, uh, incentive accounts, pet accounts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, um, one thing we haven't covered is an option, I guess I we've talked about it during the break real quickly, Kim, is an option to take a loan out against my own savings account? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> it's becoming a little bit more popular. Um, if you have money in a savings account or a CD, you can hold the money in that account and still gain interest, but you can also take a loan out against it. There's different situations that you would want to do that is if maybe you went through a bankruptcy and you want to build your score back up and you had a little bit of money saved from something else. Or also if you're a younger borrower and you just want to build that credit because you have goals of purchasing a car or maybe you're a server and you always use cash all the time, so you didn't have to take out a loan right. and you want to buy a house soon. So you could also do it that way as well. So, so am, I, am I sacrificing an interest rate on one end? Or the, I, I'm trying to figure out that, I mean, obviously, yep. if I didn't have a credit rating, I can see the, directly the, the benefit right away. It's yeah. an option to get a loan 
while I build a build my credit rating. Correct. Yep. So the rate on the secured loans are a lot lower than a traditional loan. Yep. Okay. And then you could still get interest, like I said, on that other savings account. So it's you'd want to look at what kind of savings account you have your money held in before you secure it to that loan because you wouldn't want to pay more in interest than what you're getting for the savings. But at the same time, if you don't want to pay a high interest rate on a loan but and you also don't want to spend your savings account, this would be a good way to do that. So in essence, you're just using your savings account as the collateral for the loan, correct? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you're signing a contract saying, I can't touch that savings account until the loan's paid off, I imagine. Correct. So um, normally how it works is once the loan is paid off, then those funds are available to you. Um, some places and some institutions will say, okay, once you make your $100 payment, the $100 from your savings account would be available. Oh, so I every see. month that you make a payment, the more money of the savings account would be okay. available too. So there are different types that you can do that way. That's interesting. I, I imagine the scenario, especially if you're a young person who, if you were a good saver, you still become an adult. You really don't have a credit rating because you don't have – you haven't had a loan. Right, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you haven't made that purchase and mm-hmm. you have enough money, you might want to go buy a decent car. Yeah. And they tell you, sorry, but this is a way you could pull it off and yet continue to have the money you had in the savings account at the end of the day. Exactly. And make your payments. Yeah. Wow, okay. Another option, if you have savings, another reason to save money, too, especially if you're younger. Set them up for your kids or your grandkids. Yeah, you could do um, a CD. So uh, I know that, for example, my grandparents actually set up a CD account for all the grandkids. And instead of getting presents or things like that for different things, they just put in a couple bucks here and there for the CD account. And then you could borrow off of that money if you don't want to spend it. I think I'm going to be that grandpa. Yeah. I'm not going to buy the toys. Here's your bank statement. Yeah. <laughs> They'll appreciate it when they go. To I know. Yeah. Early on, they go, whoa, where's my toys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've, uh, we've covered a lot of ground on different types of savings accounts and options here for the money that you have. If you're a good steward of your money, and that's what the program is all about, financial literacy and making good money moves. And yes. hopefully we learn something every single week. Yeah. If I want to learn more, I imagine I can go to the website. Yep. Jenna's going to tell us all about that. <laughs> FirstAllianceCU.com is our website. And on there we have um, all kinds of resources that talk about um, credit scores. We talk about Beginner's Guide to Savings. We talk about debt consolidation, all these things that we've talked about in the past several weeks now. All of those resources are on our website. Um, I, I highly suggest you subscribe to our blog so that you get our, our latest and greatest tips and advice for savings, you know, debt management, all of that stuff. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram now as well. So oh. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, we so we share all kinds of, of great tips on our social media channels as well. Um, but the best thing you could probably do to get kind of that more of that one-on-one support is to make an appointment with one of our member advisors or one of our lending advisors and just sit down, talk about your situation, talk about your goals, and they can help you kind of set up a plan and off you go. There you go. We can talk about goals. That's kind of the key goals. to this whole thing. And we talked about a couple of weeks back and you know getting just started savings and you don't even realize that maybe you know it's 20 bucks here and it's 20 bucks here and then next thing you know you have this – where you were feeling vulnerable 
previously, all of a sudden you can have some confidence of where you're at financially exactly. and move on to the next step. Exactly. And we'll it keep, all builds yeah. on itself. Yeah, it does. Yeah. We'll continue talking about those steps as part of Good Money Moves. Yeah. And of course, all the previous programs are always available on a podcast form, and you can find them uh, at com. Just look for the local podcast link on the trending bar. Click on that. You'll find Good Money Moves in there and a whole listing of all the different uh, programs that we've done over the past 14 weeks. Wow. 13 weeks. 14. I, I'm losing count, Jenna. <laughs> I think this is 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kim, great to meet you. You as well. Thank thanks you for, for having coming me. In. And Jenna, we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks, Andy. At Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340, Carol C. AM, and 96.9 FM.